from sweetness to success. Here on How Mom Made It, we'll be telling the journey of Nancy Ulitsia. I'm Mary Goulet. And I'm Heather Ryder. And I think that this gal might be a little sweet and salty. What do you think, Nancy? <laughs> My favorite combination. I sweet love and sweet and salty. Yes, yeah, so you are the owner and the founder of Sugar Mama Caramels. And I'm just going to say, I love, 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 love that title. Ah, it, it's meant to be funny and a play on the old candy sugar daddy. And it's spelled mama like the Italian spelling because I'm a little Italian mama. So I, it, it hits different things. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I know when we were asking how to pronounce your last name and you said it's Gulizia. So we're like, oh yeah, <laughs> this gal's good. Italian. And I could not resist. <laughs> Very good. I mean, I'm an American Italian, but I love to be Italian. So okay, I play that up. And we love a uh, success story. So tell us a little bit about how you got started with Sugar Mama Caramels. Sure. So I had been making my signature sea salt caramels for years, like since 2009. And like most moms do, you give away treats at Christmas time to all your friends and family. So that's how I started. And for years, everybody's like, you should have your own business. And I'm like, no, no, no. Finally, my girls are in high school. I'm like, okay. They encouraged me to enter what was then the Del Mar Fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I won the cookie uh, candy contest got on local news and they're like, Oh my God, where do we buy this? It's so good. And the little light bulb went off in my head and I went out and arranged to get my cottage food operation license, which you have to jump through a million hoops and you get a permit from the County of San Diego to both cook and sell in your own kitchen at home. Well, you have in your audience right here, Heather Ryder, who is, knows a lot about the cottage food industry ah. and she made malasada donuts so she's been through those oh. hoops that you talk about what was probably one of the most difficult parts as you tried to navigate your way through sadly trying to get the uh, uh, the staff who if this was at the very beginning of cfo and they may have been very wise at the bureaucratic part of it, but they didn't know food. So, for example, they didn't know what cream was. <laughs> yeah, so weird. So to explain, because you have to um, get approval for your ingredients and blah, blah, blah. So that, that was fun. <laughs> well, and then also what I think is interesting, though, is, so I'm assuming you did all of this post-2013 in California, right? I did it in 2012. Oh, so you were right at the beginning, just as the laws were being yeah. passed. Yeah, yeah, because the cottage food, which I think is just crazy, and in I think in every state now, they actually have a cottage food law, which okay. makes it legal for you to actually use your home kitchen to produce... Correct safe foods like you can't produce like hazardous foods with a cottage food license but you can produce cook cookies and candies and right. Uh, right jams and jellies and those kinds of things correct yes as long as you follow all the rules and obviously you practice um perfect sanitation and the county comes and inspects you just like a restaurant so it's legit 
Yes, it's legit. Okay, so we can get past that because I think that cottage food operations, I do think it kind of leveled the playing field and kind of democratized food, which I think is a great thing that people should be able to be in the food business without having the expense of the huge expense of commercial kitchens and all of that, because I think that that, yes, it's such a barrier to entry when you have all of these expenses. Right. And it's expensive enough just to get your permit every year. I've spent thousands over the years. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're kind of, your um, audio is just fading in a little bit in and out. So I don't know if you're on speaker. Or Sorry. That's I okay. I do not have the best phone. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. So anyway, so tell us then you got your cottage food license and tell us what's happened since then. Um, so since it was my like first venture into um, owning my own little business like that, I was old school and I literally went knocking on doors, door to door with my product samples uh, to like little coffee shops, hotels, boutiques, and eventually built up a um, clientele of retailers. And then I also built my website and doing events so all those facets and corporate gifting built my business to what it is today and so do you still operate out of your home kitchen i sure do wow every day all day how much (laughs) do you think you're producing like you said every day are you literally making if i ever counted it would be tens and tens of thousands of pieces of caramels And during the pandemic, I really upped my game to add cookies and many varieties of cookies. So now I have like 23 flavors of caramels and I think like a dozen flavors of cookies, brownies, chocolates, because during the pandemic, everybody wanted comfort food, right? Yeah, something sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you manage that by yourself? I don't sleep. Well, okay, okay, now this is the reality of it because a lot of people think, oh, it's so like, it's the romantic idea, right? That you're going to work from your home kitchen and you're going to be your own boss and you're going to have your own schedule and blah, blah, blah. So what's the reality, Nancy Galizia? (laughs) The reality is that when you own your own business, you need to love what you do. And you need to believe that your product is the best out there. And that makes it worth it. It makes it worth all the long hours because you are bringing joy to people with a beautiful product. And so after all these years, starting in 2012, turning your home kitchen into a home caramel production facility, um, (laughs) do you still love it? I do. My favorite thing, I don't love wrapping the caramels because that is very tedious and it kills my hands now after all these years, but I love and still love making the caramels and the cookies and developing recipes and everything that I sell was created by me. So it's very fun to be um, creative in that way. Well, and I think the other romantic idea is um, that you're just going to be doing the thing that you love. Do you also love sales? Because I think to be successful (laughs) in business, you also do have to, you know, love getting it out there, right? That is a very good point. And yes, I greatly appreciate. I am one of those um, 
vendor uh makers that literally does the little happy dance every time i get an order it means a lot to me oh so you do love this see you're and you can tell you're outgoing you like the people you love your product and you like this sale in getting out there and being because that is what takes it takes to succeed in business is you have no business if you have no sales (laughs) you have to get a little bit of profit wow yeah and so now what's the next step for you Next step is to just keep on keeping on and, you know, taking it every day and maybe giving myself a break now and then and keep creating. Do you ever dream of like going into a commercial kitchen or a commercial facility and like... I do not. Oh. I do not. Because I don't want to pay rent on my house and rent on a space. And like if you told me, oh, I need 200 caramels tomorrow... I would maybe not have those hours in the commercial kitchen already rented. And so at home, I can say, yeah, I can do that. So when you mentioned 200, is that like a standard order or? Um, That is like, it is. I like I have um, minimums for um, like corporates gifting and hotels and whatnot. But an average person who goes on my website can buy a bag can buy two bags, six bags, you know, any, anything from one bag to 200. And your website is sugar mama caramels, correct? Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it yeah. is. Make sure there's two M's in the mama. The mama. Um, <laughs> well, we also, what I do love about your, um, I guess your vision for your business too, is that you know where your sweet spot is. No you, pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that it's such a, it's got a, it, so much peace in your heart to know where you're, that you've landed in your sweet spot. You know what your business is and that this is very content. It is. I like, like I say, I know what I produce is delicious and extremely high quality because the ingredients are and the love that I put into it. People tell me, oh my gosh, there's nothing like it. Melt in your mouth? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. It's the butter, baby. <laughs> it's the butter. It's the butter. It all boils down to the butter. No pun intended again. <laughs> it boils down. Very We're good. just all over Loving the place. The I know, are we? I know. So what kind of advice do you have for other moms who are dreaming of starting a business? Maybe it's a cottage food business or some other venture and starting at home and starting small. What? What advice do you have for them who are, for somebody who's listening, who may just be dreaming at this point? Mm, Definitely self-determination, self-motivation. Without that, um, because especially if you're choosing to work at home, you have to be able to not get distracted and just hone in and um, work and work as many hours as it takes to get established. But you're doing it because you love it and with the support of friends and family behind you they don't need to be doing the work but just knowing that they believe in you and support you in your business is super empowering how do you do that because i do know working from home like how do you stay determined and focused and motivated when you're working from home and it's so tempting to throw a load of laundry in or 
do yeah I, I think you can do it all I really do I think us moms are the queens of multitasking uh-huh. and you can you can stir the pot run to the laundry throw a load in come back and stir the pot got it you can do it you can moms do it can do anything change the diaper wash your hands continue to cook. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Moms really can. Mary and I used to say all the time that you can create a life. (laughs) So you can definitely create a business. This is true, right? We are so powerful. Women are more powerful than they get the recognition for. And I think it's, you know, being more established now that girl power rocks. Yeah. So what kind of obstacles have you run into in your business over time? Mm, uh, Well, you know, the pandemic was not fun, um, but people were very kind to continue to support me. Mm -hmm. And I provided um, curbside pickup. And so that actually worked out okay. Um, On the flip side, some of my businesses went out of business, sadly. So I lost retailers. So, you know, you pick up and you start all over again. And are you finding new retailers to replace the retailers that went out of business? I am. Uh I am. And the beautiful thing is I have been in the game long enough. And with my Instagram presence, uh, people now come to me. I don't have to knock on doors anymore. Oh, so you're awesome. not out knocking on doors right now. You No, don't wow. need to. But isn't it kind of like sweet or bittersweet that that was how you started? You know, you pulled yourself up by yes. the bootstraps and you went and knocked on the doors. and I did. That's cool. And what kind of, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? What kind of self-affirmations... Uh, have starting like starting this business when your kids went off to college, right? So I think a lot of women also start new ventures when they have changes in their lives, like your mm-hmm. kids going off to college. What did this do for you in terms of like your emotional, your purposeful, like mm-hmm. your inside self? Good question. For me, it gave me new purpose. Since I no longer had children to take care of, I finally did something just for me and I built it all by myself. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Isn't th- I mean, is. honestly, like when you do build something like that by yourself, there's, and I don't know if people really realize, especially when the cottage food, like how much is, especially in the beginning, because I do think that they've streamlined a lot of the processes, but what it took. Oh Yeah. Many, many visits to the office um, over there. And since then, um, it's gotten much better. Yeah, I just think that like, just, I remember when I was doing, and mine was different though, because it wasn't a cottage food. I did have to operate out of a commercial, a shared commercial Uh kitchen, you know, because I was doing malasadas, which my girlfriend basically runs a malasada company over in Hawaii. And I said, oh yeah, I'll I'll do that for you in California. (laughs) I'm like, famous last, I don't, last words. I didn't know what I was actually biting oh, off more than I could chew. Wow. But I do know what it takes, you know, like, and you just have like these folders of um, documents and lists mm-hmm. and, and permits and 
food yes. handling and all these yes. other things. It resale just, license. Resale license. Yeah, it goes on and on, right? Yeah, it, there's a lot. And I respect everyone who's doing it alongside me. And I think it's great for the consumer to know that we are doing this and working hard and paying our fees to keep you safe. Yes. Very well stated. Yeah, I love that. I just, I think that also um, what I think is really important is supporting the mom creator economy. And and I think supporting small artisan, small businesses and artisans, because what you're creating is really something special. I mean, you can go buy a bag of caramels, but the quality is not the same, right? Nope. 100% in my opinion. Yeah. There's like in mine, there's no additives, there's no preservatives. Um, You don't need them. So if you know what you're doing. Right. Nice. And so we are getting to the end of the interview. Is there anything that you want to add that we haven't covered? I know that we want people to go to Mm sugarmamacaramels.com. Yes, please. But what Um, what else? My Instagram is. Sugar underscore mama six two. So it, that I try to post frequently. So there's all kinds of new stuff on there all the time. All right. Well, Nancy Gulizia, thank you so much for joining us today and being part of How Mom Made It. Thank you for having me. It was quite an honor. It was our honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. want you to know a few things about this podcast. First, it's for entertainment and education purposes only. And a few things about us. We're not doctors, psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors, financial advisors, or professional coaches. As Mary likes to say, we're just talkers. Always seek the advice of professionals. That's it. Thanks for listening.